Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What is going on, you guys? It is January 31st, 2024, here on the Fightful YouTube channel. Rick Uccino in for Sean Ross at tonight. My man's already done two shows today. He's done the hump. He's done the Fightful Awards, the second annual Fightful Awards. Both of those shows are up right now in their entirety on the Fightful YouTube channel. Make sure to check those out after you're done hanging out with myself and Alex Pawlowski here as we break down AEW Dynamite. Hot close to the show tonight, Alex. What did yep. you overall? What did you, what did you think tonight's episode? Um, I, I I'm I'm really excited about the stuff we have at the top of the card. Um, Tony Storm continues to do amazing work. Looking, yes. I love I love what she's doing with Diana. Um, as usual, the only low point for me is Chris Jericho. So I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that and we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would love to get your thoughts and comments on everything. Make sure to uh, send in your humper chats and your super chats. Uh, and we will uh, read all of your comments uh, throughout the entirety of the show tonight. Uh, to, whatever you want to talk about, we'll, we'll read it. If you want to send it in, it's the best way uh, to yeah. get uh, your comment read on the air. Before we get into uh, AEW tonight, Alex, we actually have a super chat asking about WWE. So why don't we throw this in there? This comes from Andy says Cody going for the guy he's beaten thrice, not the one who humiliated him in front of 60,000 and destroys his credibility. Is he actually going to face Seth Rollins? What do you think? Well, that's usually when, when they ask like a straight up yes or no question, they usually are asking Sean who knows things. Yeah. Um, do I think he is? No, I don't. But I think he was. I think Seth was supposed to face Punk, and and the creative team was going like, "Uh, we need like two weeks to figure out what we're going to do instead." Exactly. And so you have this mini story about Seth courting Cody and Cody being, um, uh, I I. 
being title, but I'm going to face Roman him as the one that you currently. Yeah. Um. So to me, this sounded a lot like. Uh, have you ever seen Hateful Eight? Have you ever seen that flick? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of yeah. it, when uh, when Walton Goggins is like, you know, since she has nothing to sell, I'm kind of curious about her sales pitch. And he actually sits right. down, and she actually yeah. lays out a compelling offer. And at the end, it looks mm -hmm. like he's considering it. And then he's like, right. no deal. That's exactly what I think we're going to get here mm -hmm. is, yeah. yes, Seth Rollins went out and made a very, very compelling case. But at sure. the end of the day, Cody has nothing to prove against Seth Rollins. And no. to him, finishing the story is beating Roman Reigns. It, it, it would be very different if they had just had Seth beat a horribly injured <laughs> Cody in the hell in the cell. Yes. Then, then they say like you need your win back against me. You know what I mean, like that kind of a thing. And maybe yeah. Cody thinks about it in that way, but Cody's got nothing to prove against this guy of all guys. Yeah, Cody's got nothing to prove against Seth. Yeah, no, but again, it was it was a very compelling promo by Seth, and it, it definitely like from one night to the next, it, you, know, you got Cody standing on the top rope screaming, "I want you, I want you," and now all of a sudden he's like, "Okay, maybe Seth makes some good points. Let me think right. about this. I don't have to rush into anything." Sure, but no, I I would be absolutely unless unless The Rock just throws it down on the table and says, "Hey, I want Roman," and they, right. they end up going with this. But I I don't yeah. I don't think. That's the direction that we're going to go. Again, get your super chats in, get your humper chats in, and uh, we will read all your comments before we get off the air tonight. Let's dive into AEW Dynamite tonight here, Alex. We start off with John Moxley versus Jeff Hardy. Hardy getting a, a bit more play here lately in singles competition. Yeah. He's looking a little bit more competitive. Still can't win a one on one match. He has not won a one on one match right. uh, since I wrote it down here. May 11th, 2022, he beat Darby Allen one-on-one in an anything-goes mm. match. That's the last time he had a singles victory. Very competitive against John Moxley tonight. I think these two mm. guys, um, they worked well with one another. First time they've been in a ring with one another since 2019. Mm. First ever one-on-one -on -one matchup. Uh, relaxed rules made sense, obviously. I think it added a little bit to this. Announced after the bell rang. Um, some interesting offense, I think. John is starting to change up his style a little bit here. Uh -huh. Used a yeah. modified STF early on in this sucker. Uh, ultimately, yeah. it comes down to the fact that Mox is apparently just impervious to the twist of uh, twist of fate, and mm -hmm. uh, he, he ends up getting the win here uh, with a bulldog choke. What would you think of the open? It comes down to that uh, Jeff is doing the age-old, man, nothing's breaking my way. Maybe something's got to change. And then, you know, he'll fully turn heel. That, and I, I think that seems like what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, I, um, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what that version of Jeff Hardy is because, you know, just the, the guy who shows up on Rampage and gets a pop and loses in, in case, if the person he's facing is important, yeah. he loses. The person he faces isn't, then the, the, he and Matt will win. It does I'm intrigued to see what's happening, but most of what is coming out of this to me is uh, that we're getting uh, Blackpool Combat Club against CMLL, which just feels like they're running a little mini forbidden door here yeah, on, 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 on Saturday uh, because Moxley decided to flip them all off, <laughs> flip them the bird right before he got clotheslined into them, and then it became a little fracas. 
Yeah. So uh, after the match, uh, they decided to to run in and attack Moxley, and were, were saved because the honor of AEW was at stake. Matt Seidel, Christopher Daniels, <laughs> Daddy Magic, Cool Hand Ange, we must rescue Moxley. Uh, I thought that was kind of fun. Very old school. Yeah, it, it, it's that thing of like, you know, yeah, sure, this guy has kicked most of our heads in, and he's kind of a dick. But you know what? He's our dick. You know, he's been a guy that we that that has helped carry this company. So you know what? Somebody from the outside wants to punk our guy. Yeah. We're we're gonna come out there and we're gonna help him out here with with his boys not in town. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that I did like that, and I agree with you too. I'm I'm at least interested in what direction they're gonna go with Jeff Hardy here. He right. Rocks wanted to give him the handshake. Afterwards, he flipped him his ver- the Hardy Boy bird basically, where he did the flip up, but he still did the the Hardy Boy uh, two fingers up in the air. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, you've heard kind of Matt talk about it on his podcast a little bit. The, the Hardy's, uh, um, not exactly happy with how they've been used. And I don't, I don't blame them for that. They've barely been used and they've been used more as enhancement talent than anything. So I think you're starting to see that play out in the storyline. I am interested to see, uh, where that goes, but overall, I thought this was a, a pretty nice, uh, opener to the show tonight. We got a, uh, super chat from Kaza 86. Thank you so much. All caps, Rick. I thought you were a collider. I am a collider. I will be on this Saturday with Iridian and Cresta, but Sean asked me to fill in and I obliged. So it's me and, and Alex. So you're, you're a kaboomer just for one night only for, for, for one night. I'm, I'm the occasional kaboomer. Is that, is that yeah. what they're called? Kaboomer with the kaboomer and collider dynamite, dynamite, yeah. kaboom. Colliders. There you go. I get it. I get it. I get it. During this match, Alex, though, during this match, it was announced that Tony, meaning Tony Khan, has a big announcement next week, Alex. He loves big. his big announcements. Big? Not huge. Sometimes they're huge. This one's just big. Sometimes, yes. It's not just an announcement, but it's not a huge announcement. It's big. So I would, like, you can get excited, but not too excited. Right. And then we'll we'll see where, where they are, you know, before. I don't remember, was... was the AEW all in a ticket sales going going on sale was that was that just an important announcement because i would argue it was important but though it would not be big in my estimation so we'll have to figure out where this oh. lands we'll we'll see what he says next week and then we yeah. will know in the future all big announcements must be at this level or above otherwise yeah. false advertising so. Yeah, I can't. Rem- I I'm with you. I can't remember if the uh, if the ticket sales were huge or big or important. Was, I, th- I think it was just an an announcement. Maybe just an yeah, announcement. Just an announcement. Import- so an, got- an, an important announcement. Yeah, we got like four levels. It's either an announcement, big, huge, or important. This is the big. Um, obviously everybody's gonna go. Oh my God, it's Mercedes or it's Okada. So we get a week here of of speculation, and uh, I'm sure Sean will work his due diligence to figure out what he can on this and hey he'll report it on fightful select which means mm-hmm. hey if you're not a subscriber you should probably go ahead and subscribe it's the best five dollars in the business yep. sean mm-hmm. had some news that he put out there today uh and uh, I'm, I'm not even gonna spoil it for you just just mm-hmm. submit five dollars and go right. find it all out for yourself and get it firsthand too not from aggregators who sometimes uh just blatantly get stuff wrong uh we rolled right into hangman adam page his glorious mustache marching down to the ring to take on Toa Leona. I love the fact that he put over Leona before this match started saying, Hey, look, this guy is not been pinned. 
This guy has not submitted uh, in his time in AEW. And they really kind of let him cook in this match. They let him showcase his offense. He really controlled a lot of it. He's another big athletic Samoan, and I thought this was a good showing for him in this one, even though, of course, Hangman Page ultimately got the win, but it wasn't a convincing win at all, Alex. Uh, no, but I, I think they're doing a great job with the presentation of Toa Leona. Like, a, a guy who's never been pinned, um, has never had a singles match, but never been pinned, which is, the embassy loses a lot of matches. You'd think just accidentally Toa Leona would, would get pinned. Right. Um, but he hasn't. So uh, that's big. Um, I, I I really love how much they're putting over. Like, you can't really hurt this guy. Like, the, I, I they didn't attempt a buckshot lariat. But I feel like if if Hagman had did had done one, he wouldn't have gone down. Yeah. Like he 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 picked him up into a Samoan drop, which was definitely reversed into a crucifix, and he pinned him that way. Yeah. Just using a leverage pin. Otherwise, I don't think Hangman would have been able to put this guy down for the count. That's what they were telling you that story. Yeah. Um, and uh, his the headbutts like that guy's head is just intense. <laughs> like it's it's just it's it, it's proportional to the rest of his body. Because the rest of his body is also immense. It's not yeah. a JD McDonough situation. Right. Like yeah. it's just a giant head on a giant body. But um, him just taking those springboard lariats when he's standing on the apron and being like, uh, yeah. this is not going anywhere. I like Toa Leona a lot. Yeah. No, look, he he got props to Hangman for getting the big guy up for the, the dead eye. And he hits him. And then Toa ultimate warriors that shit he just stands right back up (laughs) i mean the the thing of it is is that what he does is he gets up he hits and knocks down the hangman and then it's not the head the head is fine it's just the neck might have gotten a little and no i'm fine now it's it's some really great stuff with him yeah no i i I enjoyed this match a lot and it's a big win uh for hangman adam page because again the rankings are coming out here soon alex They're, they're they're bringing the rankings back they're supposed to be coming out here soon. I'm assuming Tony's going to put them out on Twitter, so I, I keep refreshing every couple of minutes just to see. But, we, of course, we already know where uh, the number one contender uh, ship is heading. We'll talk about that coming up here uh, in a little bit. Real quick, I need to go back. I missed a uh, super chat. My bad on that one. Matty Ice, appreciate you. Uh, with CMLL being more involved, what is AEW's relationship with AAA? Uh, like lately, and how was Commander able to perform on the same show with CMLL wrestlers? I genuinely have no clue. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I um, wish I knew. I don't. Uh, I I like the idea that he was. I mean, he wasn't facing them. Yeah. He was just on the same show as them. He didn't come into contact with them. They didn't get their cooties on each other. <laughs> so I feel like CMLL and AAA should be okay with that. But um, I, I think that I, if they have that kind of bad blood, which I totally get some productions do, as long as both of your guys are getting paid and they're not coming into contact with each other, I feel yeah. like maybe it should be okay. Yeah. Uh, Luis is, uh, letting us know here in the, uh, uh, in the chat here that uh, we do have our rankings out for the men and surprise, surprise, Worf Strickland, number one, hangman, Adam page, number two. Adam Copeland is three, John Moxley is four, and Roddy Strong is five. Any surprises there, Alex? I guess I'd have to think back to see how who else has been gone undefeated in the month of January. 
but all those names all make sense to me. Yeah. Um, I guess you can't like Orange Cassidy can't be ranked because he's got one of the belts. Belts, right? So, so he's not ranked as like facing Samoa Joe, even though he's got an undercard title. So that makes sense to me. That the guy I was thinking of was was Mox. He's on the top five, so that makes sense. Danielson. I mean Wardlow. Wardlow's mowing mowing Ward, dudes Ward, over left and right. I, I honestly I have no idea like how how the, how it go like it, is it like a six way tie for three like I honestly I don't know how that works so yeah uh because they the way they used to do the rankings right wasn't it like wasn't there like two separate rankings like one for like the TNT title and one for the AEW title or am I misremembering that uh I I think it should be that you at the beginning uh, of after the pay-per-view or whatever in the new cycle you declare for a division i'm go i'm deciding i'm going for the tnt championship therefore i'm ranked in there but i'm not i cannot be ranked in the other titles and you can decide oh i want to go for the world title but if i go for the world title i know i'm not going to make it to to number one but i might make it to number one in the in the international titles maybe i'll Go there instead. Like that would be a lot more easy to just to uh, look at as otherwise. But just like all the men lumped in together, it just feels yeah. like it's not as, as easy. But yeah, uh, the women's rankings, by the way, uh, we got coming in at number five, Mariah May. Four is Sky Blue. Hikura Shida is three. Thunder Rosa is number two, and Diana Prasso is number one. I don't think uh, there's any. Uh, surprises there for the women either that sounds about right to me we'll talk about the women's division coming up here in just a little bit uh we already brought up uh both of these men already oh before we get to that match though let's talk about matthew and nicholas jackson arriving to the arena um they show up they get the rundown from some you know some poor backstage hand who calls him matt and nick the disrespect, Alex. The absolute disrespect, disrespect here. He ends mm. up getting fined five hundred dollars for not for not calling them by their birth names. I look this new change in attitude. The as over the top that they are, I find Matthew and Nicholas to be absolutely hilarious. And I thought this was a nice little backstage segment. Oh, I I love it. I also love that they're they're two different kinds of a hole. Yeah. <laughs> um, like Nick being like, "How dare you? That's a five hundred dollar fine." And then he leaves, and and Matt's like, excuse me, Matthew's like, yeah. my brother, excuse him. He can be a bit of a hothead. I am gonna need that five hundred dollars fine at the end of the day, though. Okay, this yeah. bump. All yeah. right, have a good show, buddy. Yeah. Like he's still an a hole. He just pretends he's your friend. That's yeah. yeah. And somehow that's the worst, right? Like the, yes. You, if the guy's an a hole and you don't like him, fine. But the guy who's trying to make you like him while also making sure you pay him that five hundred dollars fine, not great. No, that that was hilarious. I got a great little chuckle out of that. Uh, we had Wardlow accompanied by the Undisputed Kingdom versus Commander here. Adam Cole was on commentary for this one. Uh, Wardlow, no surprise. He ends up beating Commander fairly easily. Uh, he, Commander did get some offense in here because Wardlow's yeah. cockiness got the better of him. Um, ultimately, he gets to finish him off here with a single power bomb, And that is where the concern comes in because... Yeah. Wardlow kind of stumbled a little bit when he hit that first power bomb. He fell back into the ropes. He ends up just dropping down and covering him. Alex, there was a very noticeable limp in Wardlow, and he was 
pissed off. He, yeah. I think he shouted the F word uh, at one point in the ring. He gets yep. down to the outside after um, best friends come down and you could see him slam his fist on the steel ring steps. He was mad. He was obviously in some pain. Uh, this story here, I mean, he's basically the surrogate for Adam Cole, who is already hurt at this yeah. point. Uh, yeah. This is concerning. Uh, it's concerning when everybody has a knee injury, uh, but it's doubly concerning because of what you said of how he's already he's involved in this storyline thing. It does feel like this the the devil's thing has been snake bit, you know, in a in a way that just feels like you know you can't the 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 way to really do this storyline is you really need both Adam Cole and MJF to be healthy coming out of the big reveal, and neither of them are. Yeah. One of them's not even on television. He's got to go off and rehab this horrible shoulder thing. So you have Wardlow there in Cole's stead trying to move up the rankings and eventually maybe get a title shot that if he won, he would have to give over to Adam Cole, so saith the storyline. Yeah. And when he tweaked his knee, because uh, we don't know what it is yet, um, these guys are really good judges of how badly they're hurt. So it did not feel like, ah, I, I tweaked something. I'm just going to need to ice that thing. It'll be fine next week. It feels more than that. Let's hope it's not like an out for a year thing. And like a torn meniscus, you can be back in in six weeks. You know what I mean? Like they, they'll they'll yeah. figure that out. It'll be okay. But he's hurt. So he was oh, definitely yeah. could not put a lot of weight on that. Um, he was walking around, but you never know um, how bad it could be. It's too bad because I think that Wardlow – um, was positioned to do something um, uh, pretty major after Revolution because I feel like once you get past the, the Samoa Joe swerve hangman thing, then there's going to be this guy waiting there undefeated in 2024, ready to kick in the door and face whoever's the champion coming out of that. And now if he's hurt, you can't do that. Yeah, uh, Matt sending in the super chat. He noticed the same things that we did. Probably too early for concrete information, but any news on Wardlow's injury appeared to hurt his knee when powerbombing Commander and was notably pissed and limping after the match. Uh, yeah, nothing concrete. I'll continue to check Twitter. Uh, you know, obviously, I believe I I'm guarantee you Sean is already trying to figure some stuff out as well. If we get any concrete information before we go off the air, uh, we will gladly uh, pass it along to you. There also was a point here, like I thought Wardlow escaped serious injury earlier because Commander came off the top rope, did that flipping 450, mm -hmm. whatever it was. Yeah. And he came down right across on Wardlow's throat, and he was yeah. holding his throat in the, the jawbone area there. I was like, mm -hmm. oh. And then he got back up, and he was able to finish the match. And I'm like, okay, cool. He he avoided something kind of serious there, and then he yeah. still tweaked his knee afterwards. So I, I don't know. But that, that was also a scary moment in this match. That was. You don't know where you could, you know, fracture a collarbone. Uh, you know, it, it, Anything in the throat is, is not to be played with, you know. The, yeah. So – that's that's a that's a tough one. Um, it's it's really too bad if he's if he's seriously injured. Obviously, it's too bad when anybody gets seriously injured. But there, uh, I don't know what you pivot to. I don't know what guy you bring in to to the 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 undisputed kingdom who fills that role. Yeah, they, you could you could bring in other guys, but that particular the the hoss, the guy who's who's there heavy. Um, it just it doesn't. It, it it feels lousy to like to watch that and go I you know because I I feel for the talent so much in all of this 
And um, when these things happen and they just their livelihood uh, and what they love to do, it's taken away from them. So, yeah, hopefully it's something minor. And if he's out for four weeks or whatever, you, you can put it on whatever they're doing. You can put it on ice, right? You can mm -hmm. you can keep him on TV. You can keep Undisputed Kingdom on TV. You can put Wardlow's mini push here on ice until you're done with Swerve and Hangman. And, you know, you got enough to carry the title picture without him for a little bit. But if he's going to be out for a significant amount of time, yeah, I, I you're right. I don't know where you pivot to. Uh, so let's just hope. Let's just hope uh, yeah. that uh, he he's okay. Uh Real quick here, I am filling in for Sean tonight, but Sean has a... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. Nice little message for y'all. 
You've heard me talk about a lot of things at NordVPN.com slash Fightful has, and I'm about to tell you almost everything it has. Listen to your favorites abroad. If you're traveling and you want to watch, listen to your favorite shows, they got you covered. Fastest VPN in the world. You can shield your data from snoops and criminals. So that way your IP address is changed. You can safely listen to podcast stream shows, simply browse, and complete privacy. You can protect yourself on that public Wi-Fi no matter where it is. You can secure every device you own on every operating system you own. They also have the ability to get a NordPass password manager. Maybe it's a little more difficult for you to, to remember those passwords. They got you covered. They also got the file encryption tool. That way there's an extra layer of security between you and your content. Threat protection. You're safe from disruptions with their kill switch. 24-7 tech support. Fastest VPN on the planet. Reliable encryption. A 30-day money-back guarantee. You will end up saving money when you subscribe to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Thank you so much, Sean. Ricky Chino in for Sean tonight, along with Alex Palowski. Thank you guys so much uh, for joining us. Uh, please, by the way, make sure to give this video a thumbs up. Your engagement really helps grow our audience. If you have not subscribed yet uh, to the Fightful YouTube channel, please do. So much great content uh, comes out on this channel uh, every single day, as well as Fightful Overbooked. We really appreciate the support. Get your Super Chats in. Get your Humper Chats in. We will read every single one of them before we get off of the air tonight. I have a, I have an update. Oh from, yes, from the from the man himself, from Mister Wardlow, as they announced him, from Wardlow, <laughs> uh, a normal man's knee would be ruined. I'm no normal man. I'm still coming from the heavyweight title, and there's nothing and no one that can stop me. Knee is just fine. All right. So there, there we, we go. go. I, I just got tagged uh, by my buddy uh, Russell Buzz on. Uh, excuse me, Russell Buzz because I can read, uh, on, on Twitter, uh, doing that same exact thing. So, okay, good, good. Sounds like thing. Sounds like we escaped major injury tonight. That is yeah. good. You heard the update right there from, uh, from the man himself, uh, arguably the segment of the night, um, here, Alex, Tony Schiavone sat down with big bill and Ricky Starks sting and Darby Allen. And there was a lot of good stuff to like here. Uh, just some cliff notes, uh, Ricky doing a callback to Sting's first match all the way at Revolution back in 2021 where he beat Ricky Starks to win that um, that street fight. Says he's ready to get uh, his lick back on Sting is the, the wording that, uh, that Ricky yep. used there. Darby gets all pissed off because, as Sting said, he gets very protective of Sting, saying that, uh, you know, this man is a legend. He's not a stepping stone. Big Bill hops in there and says that Sting and Ricky are so focused on their their fairy tale ending and winning the tag team titles that they are basically just overlooking both Ricky and himself. And then while everybody else is getting heated and Ricky's throwing water around, Sting is just calm, cool, collected, just chilling, and mm -hmm. just continues to play mind games and is just being the wily old veteran and just letting everything play out the way that he wants to. There was a lot to like about this sit down. Uh, yeah, there was the, the, the stuff that, that caught me, um, was sting pointedly saying that like, I've, I've been in the ring with a lot of big guys. And the one thing that you don't have is you're not a killer. And I was like, I feel like you don't get to say that unless big Bill's going to kill Sting. <laughs> And I feel like he's not because we all we all feel like Sting and Darby are winning the tag titles yeah. next week and they're taking them into to revolution. So it's 
maybe he's maybe Big Bill is going to try and destroy Sting, but they'll end up losing the match anyway. But like pointedly saying to to Big Bill, uh, you're not a killer. Uh, and and the reaction of Big Bill is not to get angry; it's just to smile at him. Yeah, like I feel like that's a pointed story beat. I would be disappointed if it doesn't come into play next week because he didn't have to say that to Big Bill, and Big Bill didn't have to react with just by just smiling back at an absolute legend who just told him he wasn't a killer. There's there's some stuff to be played with there. I thought this was really well done. Um, uh, Starks and, and Big Bill. Um, have been have had a really badly booked title reign. It's not their fault. I was really excited when they won the titles. In yeah. the fashion they won the titles, oh, they yeah. squashed FTR. I thought they were off to the races. Yeah. I love the two of them together. They have a really good energy. They work well together in the ring. And everything with the Golden Jets and Kenny getting diverticulitis and all mm. that thing with Jericho, it just sucked everything out of their title reign, which is too bad. Uh, because I think they work really good, well together, and maybe at some point we'll see them with the belts again, and then we can try and start over. But I, I, I feel like um, I would be all for this whole staying and Darby getting the titles, taking them into to Revolution, defending them there. If it wasn't them taking them off of Ricky and and Bill, who I feel like haven't really gotten a chance to be champions. Right. So yeah. And it's kind of like it, it. Obviously, it's a now or never thing with with Sting getting yeah. sense retired. Oh, ob- here. Ob- obviously, it just yeah, it's bad timing. Like the yeah. it's the wrong team for them to take them off of. Yeah, I I would agree. I I can't argue with a single thing that you said. Now, the only thing that I could think of is they could they could have a a role here where. You know, Matthew and Nicholas maybe, you know, get right. involved. Cost them, cost them the titles. But I don't know why they would do that they would, if their goal is would, to win the tag team titles. They would they would want to take the titles off of Sting and Darby. So yes. yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. We we did see, I mean, and, and it's clearly they're they're setting this up. They Tony Khan loves to do this where he will he'll basically tell you what the next story is before the current one it, it has uh-uh. finished playing out. Yeah. And when you have Renee Young, who was forced to abandon her journalistic integrity tonight by being fed a question yes, yeah. by, by the VPs of the company, asking Darby Allen about his what, what does she say his uh, affection or uh, mm-hmm. admiration of of Matthew and Nicholas, right. and he's like, "What on God's green earth are you talking about?" Yeah. And then yeah. Matthew and Nicholas stroll in there with their headsets on. I loved Renee here, just basically looking over at Darby, going, "Sorry, I, I didn't want to do it." But yeah, I'm sorry. She yeah. adds so much. Just the little things that she yeah. does just add so much to this. Um, but they did kind of maybe lay the seeds here to try to, you know, create some kind of bad blood between Sting and, and Darby here by asking him why he willingly is letting a 65-year-old man take money out of his pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, they they throw out this possibility of, a, a you know, Darby and the young bucks forming a trio saying, Hey, right. we had a goth phase, you know, at one point in our lives that right. we could, we could bring out here. And, you know, Darby, they just want to know, Hey, why are you ducking us? You haven't even, you know, answered any of our text messages. And Darby said, I'm just concerned with the tag titles and, and walks away. But that little, I don't know why that little nugget where they're like, why are you letting a 65 year old man take money out of your pocket when you could be so much more than right. what you're doing right now? That yeah. stuck with me. Like, is there a way that they 
they make Darby finally turn on Sting on Sting's final night. Like, would they do that, or is that just yeah. some kind of a just you no. know? I yeah I I I I personally hate the idea of Sting and and Darby winning the titles, taking them into Revolution, beating the Young Bucks, and then vacating the titles. Yeah, like it just doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, Matthew Hooks brings it up. The Young Bucks said they want to get rid of Sting. They never said anything about being the tag team champions. Now we accept we expect them to, but I really love them in this new like taking the EVP thing seriously. Yes, we will get you out of our company by just by beating you on your last night. However, we couldn't possibly defend the tag titles. We're we're too busy doing all of our EVP stuff. We have to run the show. Look at our headsets. Sure. We have yeah, to run the show. So that's why they'll stop them from winning the titles from Big Bill and Ricky. Maybe that's the story they have going in there. I would like never that. let Sting and Darby. Um, is like maybe Sting and Darby, who are undefeated. Maybe they make sure they're not undefeated going into the final thing. And then Sting and Darby beating the Young Bucks when the titles aren't on the line, there's yeah. no weird, we got to vacate the titles thing afterwards. Maybe that's what they do. I Sting goes out on top, you know, the final final wave to the North Carolina crowd. I, I like that story. That makes a ton of sense to me. That that makes a ton of sense to me, and that's how, you know, they could get involved. Uh, yeah. Man, it just, it. you bring up the fact that Sting and Darby are undefeated, and I'm sitting here going, how the hell have they not gotten a tag title shot until right freaking now? <laughs> Because Sting has said he didn't want to hold the title in AEW. He didn't want to yeah. do that. He didn't want to be that guy. And Darby made him do it. Convinced yeah. him last week. Okay, that's fair. I I'm so full disclosure, I did I was at Royal Rumble last week. I did a whole lot of traveling. I have not yeah. caught up on Dynamite or Collision from last week yet. So yeah. uh, that if I'm missing out on something, please uh yeah. let me know. Uh, we did get this uh, from uh, Matthew Hooks. A super chat says Eddie Kingston versus Brian Keith on Collision. Oh mm -hmm. boy, all caps. Yeah, sign me up for that. I'll be. Uh, That'll be great. I can't wait to to talk about that on the Collision post show this coming Saturday night at ten ten with Iridian and Cresta here on the Fightful YouTube channel. All right, Alex. Yeah. Chris Jericho was in action tonight. He took on Ring of Honor Television Champion. Kyle Fletcher, and I will say this much. Kyle Fletcher is a really impressive kid. Like he's he so is, he is so good for just being 25. And he whooped Jericho's ass tonight. He wrestled circles around Chris Jericho tonight. I did like the story that they told here where Jericho basically had to rely on his, his veteran presence and outsmart Kyle Fletcher and bait him to get onto the outside the 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 tope suicida into the judas effect and then jericho gets in the ring and jumps off the top rope and hits the judas effect uh look he basically had to kill him knock him unconscious to beat him he still right. beat him yeah your thoughts um hey just i don't know there's just too too many th we've actually saw this a lot when Joe was the ROH TV champion Joe lost matches got pinned choked yeah. out as the ROH TV champion, but when his title wasn't on the line. And I I don't think you should have a, a champion who comes in there, has a singles match, and then loses, but gets to be still the champion, and I still have to grade him in my mind as the same champion. I can't sure. do that. Kyle Fletcher, you mentioned, only 25. 
uh, one of the very best young wrestlers in the in the whole world. Nothing this kid can't do. He's going to get better and better and better. Um, Chris Jericho looked like, wrestled like a guy just coming off of a five-day cruise. Yeah. Like, pink, yeah. bloated, still sweating tequila. Like, he just, he didn't, he didn't look like he was, like, it, it's the thing for me is that it doesn't, I don't, I can't believe you when you say he's going to beat Kyle Fletcher. If Kyle Fletcher was, like, beating him all over the place and got cocky and Jericho, like, got a flash pin on him, sure. fine. But, like, this was a back-and-forth match. And then Jericho hit him with two Judith X and knocked him out. I don't understand why we're pinning Kyle Fletcher. The reason you do it is because you've already said that Takeshita is, is facing Jericho next week. Right. Now, Jericho went to Japan and tapped out Takeshita in Japan. Um, next week better be Takeshita getting his win back. Because I don't, I'm I'm forgiving of this. I will not be so next week if Takeshita does the job to Jericho next week. Yeah, because and the other Takeshita, if 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 Fletcher isn't the best young wrestler in the world, Takeshita might be. So yeah. like it's it's one of those things. I mean, I, I don't get it. Yeah, and and to compound the issues that all, that you just brought up, this was also a match in which Kyle Fletcher had help. Yeah, it, it, it was a it was a three on one handicap match, and Jericho. Yeah overcame the odds to win. I mean, yeah. this dude got knocked, got knocked out yeah. by, by um, powerhouse Hobbs on the outside and, yeah. and still overcame that to, to, yeah. to win the match. Uh, yeah. We got a super chat here from Kylie. <laughs> Jericho pinned Fletcher. What the fuck? Everything fucking sucks. Although this dynamite was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. We, we got another super chat. From Hall of Famer, uh, Hall of Fame Chris Jericho hater. Hey, Chris Jericho, get off of my television. Uh, one hug from Hangman Page would cure my depression. Uh, these are my dynamite observations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we go. also got Good. one that I missed from earlier from Tom Lee Valley. Thank you so much. Uh, talking about uh, Ricky Starks, Big Bill, Darby, and Stang. Uh, I thought, uh, I think Sting needs to give Ricky a win. And I, I wouldn't hate that to, to be honest with you. Cause yeah. I look, I, the more big wins that Ricky Starks gets, the happier I am, Alex. Yeah. Uh, we get a, a little segment here with the bang, bang scissor gang. I, I, they go out there and they, 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 they play their catchphrases. They party with the juice board and then they leave there. What, what, what was the what point, the point of, this? of this? What is the point of this? This is killed what? time. It just, why are you killing time on a show with one woman's match? And with Don't an eight-minute overrun. And with an eight-minute overrun. Eight overrun. <laughs> There's no reason for this. I'm sorry. Even if you like the act, have them do something. something. Like, say something. Of, they didn't like, say anything. I mean, honestly, like it's beyond time for them to be like, I think, listen, I love you guys. Well, obviously, Bang Bang Scissor Gang for life, but obviously, we are the best trio. In AEW. Well, no, I think we're the best trio in AEW and start building to that trio versus trio. Honorable, may the best trio win, of course, until Bullet Club turns on them. Like, right, when G shows back up. Yeah. Right. Like, but you could start building to that, which we all assume is going to be a trio versus trio with both sets on the line, a, a, a melding, a, a unification bout 
um, it's it's weird to have them come out here and just do nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing Absolutely. happened. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got a super chat here from Meet Normus. Always appreciate it, Meet. Uh, it's fun to say bang, bang, scissor gang, but it's more fun to say second women's match. Uh, this was poopy. Please excuse my language. Uh, Maddie nice with a super chat saying bang, bang, scissor gang is the top selling shirt. So it seems to me they will be together for a while and I am here for it. Hashtag scissor guns up. Uh, we have another super chat going back to sting and Darby shadow C saying, I think the young bucks will cause sting and Darby the uh, cost sting and Darby, the titles, because they said, uh, they will, uh, they will show Darby. So they, uh, yeah, I, I could see it going either way, but you know what it does. It, it makes me intrigued to watch next week's show, which I think is, is kind of the point, right? Yeah. Yeah. At least there is a point. Unlike that bang, bang scissor gang. I, I'm, I'm you guys want to come out there and, and do us, do a segment. Okay. But the segment can't be, here we are. We are the Bang Bang Scissor Gang, and then we're gonna. If you don't like that, we got two words for you. And then they they do the thing. Like that's it. Like there's there was nothing. It was. It felt like they were actually running long on time, and they were like, "You guys have a promo. We're still gonna send you guys out there because the crowd loves you, but you're not gonna say your promo anymore." That's what it felt yeah. like to me. I I didn't understand. This was the in-ring promo version of this could have been an email. Yeah, this is exactly, this is exactly what this true. was. Uh, we got another. We got another uh, super chat on this segment from uh, Tom Lee Valley saying, uh, "I don't know. Have Bowen's turn. This is so temporary. Ugh. Like I don't think you need to split up either of these groups amongst each other. But yeah, I agree. This the the Bang Bang Scissor Gang thing. I mean, this is yeah. They're gonna sell some shirts. It's gonna have a limited run. It's mm -hmm. got a limited shelf life. Especially if this is what they're doing already. Like they can't right. be out of I like." Did I miss something already? Yeah. Did, yeah. I, did yeah. I miss something? La like they got together last week, obviously, but didn't they yeah. get together because of the undisputed kingdom? And now they're not. Yeah, they're, but they're not. Actually, they're they're not going going after the undisputed kingdom anymore. Like they're just they're just they're so in love with each other they've forgotten all about the common enemy they have. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. And that common enemy doesn't give a crap about them. No, right no, they they've moved on entirely. They don't yeah, care completely. at all about completely. Yeah. Like does yeah. does not even compute. Okay, whatever. Yep. Uh let's talk about this excellent women's match that we saw tonight. Uh Deanna Perrazzo against Taya Valkyrie. Uh Tony Storm, winner of best female promo of the year, yep. by the way. Uh she was part of the uh Fightful Awards show tonight, so that is that is worth it there alone to go on and watch that after we wrap up here on the Fightful YouTube channel. Uh, she was great on commentary as always, Alex, right? Just right off the bat when she's like sitting there, just admiring, uh, Taya's attire, uh, just <laughs> as the match gets underway. Yeah. Um, you know, you had Johnny TV doing what he does at the beginning uh, of this match provides a distraction, allows Taya to hit the spear on Deanna on the ramp. And then those two husband and wife end up making out as we go to commercial. Yeah. We come back here. These two are just beating the hell out of each other. They're hitting some good kicks. Deanna is just so smooth getting in and out of her submission transitions. It's, it's incredible how good that she is. Tony just wonderfully over the top on commentary. Like every single time they cut to her and her facial expressions, mm -hmm. it just screams like she's in the movie airplane. Like that's just, yeah. she's just so over the top and she just continues to make it work. And then at one point, 
Taya gets chucked into Tony at the announcer's desk, and she just gets up and starts screaming that someone had pissed in her seat. <laughs> like just over and over someone is pissed in my is this what you do here someone's <laughs> pissed in my seat taya gets back into the ring and then diana just slaps on this ridiculous sit down double arm bar that looks like the mm. most painful thing i've ever seen in my life taya has to tap out yeah this was a lot of fun uh it was a lot of fun uh tony is magic uh her thing uh, I don't even remember if it was last week or what at some point uh, Ian Riccoboni sat in um, on commentary for Tony Schiavone and she came out and was like, Mrs. Schiavone, you're looking wonderful. Have you lost weight? <laughs> and then tonight she says like, oh my God, Mrs. Schiavone, what happened to you? You look horrible. You should sleep more. Like it, it, that's that continuity is yes. so great. And then she's like, I, I don't mean to actually correct you, but I believe it's pronounced souple. Souple, and uh, I mean, I, I and then you had Taz does. come back saying, "I guess I'm not the human duplex machine anymore." Nope, uh, <laughs> it's great. This is excellent, and um, and I, I, I also really liked, and this will be good for Bully Ray, who needed to be explained every detail of the tattoo, <laughs> and they they did a vignette just yes. for him, which was really well laid out by Diana Perrazzo. and they actually have all these. They have a picture of them getting the tattoo together. I know. Like they yeah, were. He said, good. "Okay, Billy Ray, maybe you've got a point." Here is a one-minute vignette of Diana Perrazzo explaining every detail about how they got to tattoo and what it means to them. There, good, wonderful, and then I really enjoy um, all of this um, so much so that uh, that I'm I'm fully on board with whatever you want to do here. If you want to do Diana, want to wins the title from Tony and Tony spirals out of control in a very different way. Fine. If you want to do Tony retains and Diana, like Tony retains via chicanery, Diana gets another match down the line. Fine. If this is a one and done and Diana moves on to something else. Okay. There's some really, really great stuff you're doing with both of them. This yeah. feud feels very vibrant to me. And I I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past Tony Khan to literally just do that vignette because Bully Ray said something. Like, I, I literally would not put it past him at all for 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 doing that because you know he listens and watches that show. So, uh, yeah, I I I liked that vignette. I love a lot of this, and I'm I'm with you on this one. I I think they obviously have enough here to carry it all the way to Revolution. And again, the uh, the rankings have come out uh, tonight. Diana is number one. That that's yeah. kind of a duh. So she. Clearly, it's going to be her and Tony at uh, at AEW Revolution. So, if if it's me, I'm probably booking the chicanery with you know Lutha and and Mariah May getting involved in that, and then you can carry continue to carry this on. There's so much meat here. There's so much history between these two. I think it would be a shame to just do a one and done and move on to something else. So, I kind of hope that this gets along. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if they hopscotch back and forth with one another and did kind of yeah. like a Charlotte Sasha Banks kind of a thing. I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh, one iota. So Listen, if, if, if Deanna wins, uh, at revolution and Tony has to claw her way back to get a title match at double or nothing and wins it back there, that's still a, basically a three month reign for, yeah. for Deanna Peraza, which is not nothing to sneeze at. No. So then you could, you could tell some uh, interesting stories moving into the summer there. If you do the chicanery, um, shenanigans and Mariah May is the one to cost Gianna Perrazzo. 
then you could have Deanna Perrazzo still hovering around this whole thing, feuding with Mariah May, who mm -hmm. can't seem to get rid of her, while Tony Storm moves on to somebody else, um, who, uh, but but because Deanna's still there, you know, she's going to sneak back in to get maybe the, maybe there's a triple threat of sure. Deanna and Tony and whoever Tony's been with um, uh, for for double or nothing. There's some really cool stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. One, 100%. And uh, we got a super chat here from Orion Ben 666. AEW watches sour graps confirmed. Hashtag human duplex. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, we had our main event tonight, which was Swerve Strickland against Mystery Guest, although they were laying it on pretty thick uh, from the beginning on, on who it was going to be. So, not really a mystery. We'll get no. into that in just one second. First things first, another message from our good friend Sean Ross. BetOnline.ag is the official betting partner of Fightful. 100% of the time, when you get the odds from Fightful, they are coming from BetOnline.ag. And it's not just wrestling, it's not just MMA and boxing. It's football, it's basketball, baseball, hockey. They have the earliest lines. You can bet big with the high limits and rebet functionality. They have the fastest payouts with winnings paid in minutes and the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit. They've been trusted for 25 plus years. It's not some fly-by-night company. BetOnline AG has been there. They've done that. In addition, they're trusted by millions. They've got VIP rewards programs and a ton of popular games. BetOnline.ag. That's where I go to make my bets. That's where I suggest you go to, my friends. Please just bet what you can and bet responsibly. All right, and here we go. We got our main event tonight here on Dynamite closing out the show. It was Swerve Strickland against, yes, surprise, surprise, RVD, Rob Van Dam. They had uh, numerous drops from the get-go. Hangman Adam Page cutting the promo, saying, hey, you're going to have to watch the whole effing show to figure it out. And he, you, you couldn't last four minutes and 20 seconds with this guy. So, you know, not, not a lot of uh, mystery over who was going to be here. I will say this. Samoa Joe on commentary continues to be excellent. Prince Nana was missed. Uh, in Swerve's open tonight, but at least they explained that he's, you know, had to get an MRI because he got put through a table last week. I did see uh -huh. that. Um, and I loved that they started off this matchup with Page, Hangman Adam Page on the Jumbotron doing the hey up here, uh, uh -huh. telling Swerve, hey, you're an idiot uh, who doesn't know how to read. It's not only do you pick the opponent, but you pick the match. Yeah. And this is now a hardcore match. And he immediately turns around and gets a steel chair right to the face. What a way to start off a match. That I was yep. laughing my ass off. That was hilarious. That was great. Um, and I also, uh, I love that that was the story of this whole thing. Like, uh, li listen, I love RVD, but the swerve we've seen wipes the floor with, with, with this age of RVD. Sure. But not if the first thing that happens is a, is a, is a, is a chair caroming off your forehead. Like that would, that would easily drop your little st uh, stamina bar all the way down to the blue and you got to fight your way back up uh, so you can hit your finisher. I thought this was really well done uh, with, with RVD doing all of his greatest hits. Um, yeah doing a lot of fun stuff and swerve selling because he's just getting chair shots randomly and kicks to the face and he can't quite get everything on board. But eventually, of course, he is going to win. Um, I also love the the little the little details because Hangman's so good at everything. But when he was up there on the on the Jumbotron saying, um, 
that was a good thing you did with, with Tony Leona. He was good. He came close, but not close enough. He's selling the ribs. Yeah. He's got he just he just got hit over and over again by his yeah. giant truck. So he's selling how badly he got beat up by Swerve's guy while saying, "Now you're going to lose to my guy." This was yeah. that was so, and at so the very stuff, least, really good stuff. And at the very least, you're going to get your ass kicked by my guy, and he did. The, Swerve did not get any kind of consistent offense in this matchup until the end, and then he was still the one who ended up going through the table on the outside. And at that point, yeah. I'm like. Oh, damn. Like, th yeah. they're not going to have RVD actually win this thing, are you? But no. I'll say this much. RVD, for somebody who is in his uh, early to mid-50s, yeah, he is still in incredible shape. Right. And, like, man, the, the, the fact that he can still move the way that he can move yeah. makes me want to start doing yoga and weed because that guy has just figured out. <laughs> he has just figured yeah. out. How yeah. to sustain? Like the, yeah. clearly, what he's doing is working for him. His lifestyle, very limber, very very limber. Um, uh, yeah, I he's he's the epitome of, of of the saying. You know, I'm not as good as I as I as I as I was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because his I don't feel like you could have him do a full time schedule, no. but he could absolutely come out there once every couple of months, two three months, and put on a show like this, and 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 make it. And, and the crowd loves him. Crowd's sure. always going to love RVD, so it's a it's a really great way to do it. Um, but uh, Swerve um, getting the victory uh, obviously is the right call here. Um, Samoa Joe, uh, Brian Cage coming out because Brian Cage is smart enough to realize, hey, it's a hardcore match. I can oh, just man. come out there and beat the hell out of RVD and get my man the win. But then Hook coming out because Hook has a history with RVD. They they've teamed together and him fighting him off with a chair. And I love that Samoa Joe is like, go get him, Hook. I like, I told you I like this kid. Because he's the guy who says, you can never have another title shot at me, kid. You did good, but back of the line. And I was like, I love this Hook kid. He's great. Taz, you taught him well. Like, uh, that was that was really good stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm only slightly worried that we're not going to get the triple threat that I want. Because they announced, because... Yeah. Because Adam comes out and he and Swerve go back and forth. Really good little dueling promo back and forth. Yep. Um, uh, I beat you twice. And Hangman says, the only reason you beat me twice is because you had your guys interfere. One-on-one, -on -one, you know you can't beat me. Uh, and so, okay, fine. I'll give you one more chance. But after that, you and I are done. Next week, Hangman and Swerve and the winner faces Samoa Joe at Revolution. Can we get a double count out? This is very rare that I ever ask for a double count out or a or disqualification or a schmaz. I'm a draw. Whatever you're going to do so that both these guys face Samoa Joe, that's what I want. I need yeah. a triple threat. I got it. Yeah, and, and luckily, AEW has more outs that they can do that because I agree with you. I want the triple threat. And I thought that's exactly where we were going to go. And I was kind of hoping that the the rankings would be like 1A, 1B instead of 1 and 2. But it does make sense because Swerve in the books has the two wins over Hangman Adam Page. So right. it makes a lot of sense uh, for um, for Swerve to be ahead of him. If you missed it earlier, the rankings are out. Swerve is number one, Hangman two, Adam Copeland three, uh, John Moxley four, and then Roddy Strong uh, is five in the uh, in the men's power rankings. So... I want the triple threat. I feel like the story is for the triple threat. I really hope they don't do that thing that they did 
with Roman Reigns where he like destroys all three of his opponents and then he just gets put in a in a fatal four way. You don't have to do that where Samoa Joe gets involved and he takes both these guys out because Joe's Joe's smarter than that. He yeah. you know he. And it's not like he, and I love this too. He's not threatened by either one of these guys. Like he's out there, he's rooting for the other guys to lose because he wants these guys to be, um, you know, outed as as posers and you know yeah. as as the clowns and jokers that he claims that they are. They're not real contenders in his eyes. So it's not like he's he doesn't care if he has to face either one of these guys. Cocky, confident. Samoa Joe, AEW champion. Like I, I, I almost hope he's not a transitional guy because this, this has legs. But I do feel like he's kind of going to be a transitional guy. I leave. Yeah, that. I, I, I feel like way too. Um, it, the the plan to me has always been you gotta you gotta put that title on Swerve so he gets a nice long reign. Swerve carries the belt into Wembley. Will Osprey carries the belt out of Wembley. That's. That's just that to me is and whatever you want to do after that is gravy. But <laughs> that that's that match swerve walking in with, with that entrance with the title. Oh, yeah. Osprey going in as the challenger. And that match, of course, will be world class. Osprey wins it in Wembley. The place goes insane. He's your new champion heading you through the rest of 2024 into 2025. Probably. I mean, that, that, that that's it, man. Sign me up. Sign me up. Uh, Force of Will says another great detail. Hangman is known for reading contracts closely, uh, going all the way back to uh, Paige and Matt Hardy. He's got a point. Well, that, uh, that is and uh, Matt Hooks, thanks again for another super chat there. Matt says, thoughts on the Rampage card. Uh, we are getting uh, Ricky and Big Bill versus Dark Order. Uh, Team CMLL uh, going up against uh, Cool Hand Ange, Daddy Magic, Matt Seidel, and Christopher Daniels. Uh, Willow versus uh, Queen Amanada. Sign me up for that. Uh, and then we're going to have the uh, best friends as well. I mean, hell, for a Rampage card? Hell yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Yeah. Matt Hooks also says Mox looks to be in better shape. I did notice that as well. Like he's yeah. he's really kind of slimmed down and toned down. And mm -hmm. you hear him talking about interviews like he's gonna like starting to change things up a little bit and take it into a next level. He he's kind of getting back into that that Dean yeah. Ambrose you know shape where he he had the really scrawny waist, but he was still you know bulky up top and and toned yeah. down. I, I I noticed that as well for sure. So yeah. I feel like we are we are done. We have no more super chats. We have no more humper chats. Alex, what you got Good. going on? Where, where where can people find you? Uh, you can find me uh, on the Twitter at uh, Alex Sour Graps over on Fightful Select. Um, we do a Rampage watch along while talking about SmackDown. SmackDown should be interesting this week. Yes. Um, and um, Rampage has that really great card. Um, uh, probably do something after collision on FIFA selects reviewing whatever what that is because there's a lot of good stuff on there as well uh back on monday for the raw review uh will cody Rhodes make the decision i probably won't um and then <laughs> tuesday uh on this channel talking nxt with uh with kate elizabeth a lot there of fun stuff go. there we go uh i will be back here on this channel saturday night with iridian and Cresta, as we will uh, be there. The colliders assemble. We talk about AEW uh, collision. Looks like it's going to be a pretty good show that they got lined up here uh, for Saturday night. So we'll be back on the air 10, 10 PM here on the Fightful YouTube channel. So make sure to join us there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, X, whatever the hell you want to call it nowadays, at Rick Uccino, like you see it on the screen there. That's a one-stop shop for all my work, whether it's for SI, uh, 
SB Nation. Uh, I had an interview with Bailey that dropped ahead of the uh, the Royal Rumble, so you can check that out. Still a really good conversation. A lot of that is still fresh. Uh, all of that is found there on my Twitter page. It's like I said, it's it's the one stop shop. Always appreciate the chance to to get out here on a Wednesday, host a show with you, Alex. I'm sure we'll Fun. we'll do it again the next time Sean needs a night off. Thank yeah. you so much. All right. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. And uh, again, make sure to check out the Fightful uh, Awards, the second annual yeah. awards. It was a great show. It is up in its entirety right now on the YouTube channel. Uh, believe me, it is absolutely uh, worth the watch, especially if you voted. Make sure the people you voted for yeah. won. And if they didn't, vote harder next year, damn it. Enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.